The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Thunder Rosa preview Elimination Chamber coming up tomorrow night. We also preview it with our very own Justin Labar. That's right. We spar with Justin Labar. Plus, Thunder gives us her wrestler of the week, and I have my power rankings of this week in pro wrestling right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Thunder, who is your wrestler of the week? My wrestler of the week is someone that... um... A lot, I think a lot of people were super excited when this person came into AEW. Um, she is probably one of the most positive people in the locker room. And also she has such a great energy when she comes in the ring. And this week she had a main event match at AEW. Uh, her name is Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Uh, I think I'm, I'm really happy for Ruby to uh, be in a... Uh, in, 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 in such a highlight, I think, in the last couple of months, I, I, I guess, uh, not I guess, there was a huge match she had, the street match, and where she was like, uh, just shower yeah, in blood. blood. Yeah. We, I didn't get to talk about, right? And I know a lot of people were so mad. Just kind of, I'm going to refer like the Rihanna situation, right? Like a lot of people liked it. A lot of people didn't like it. So I feel like with Ruby, especially with women, when they're doing certain things, they feel very uncomfortable. So she she's she's always a team player. She's she always brings such a like I said, it's such a great energy. And um, again, I think um, what's happening in their storyline for her, uh, it's a great time to shine her her talents and, and, and to put her in a place where she deserves to be at. Well, you know, I think one of the knocks on AEW is that people could kind of predict when the women's match is going to be on the show. So I think lately, you know, to have them main event rampage, but now main event dynamite, I think is a big deal. And you're right. Ruby Soho came in with a lot of fanfare because I think when she was with the WWE as Ruby riot, she was extremely popular. And then she comes in and I think people want to see more of Ruby Soho. So you are now, now you are seeing, and she is part of this now main event storyline with Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter and Soraya 
and and Tony Storm. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Ruby Soho does moving forward. Yes, and again, um, she she has a very different style of wrestling, and it's it's very I, I like. I don't know. It's even even when she was in the indies. Like one of the things that I, when I met her, I told her it was like a long time ago. Um, it was her facial expressions really get me, and I think uh, she tells oh she always tells the story with her face. And uh, you and I've said this before. It's really hard as a wrestler, and that's the first thing that they teach you when you're wrestling is that you have to tell the story with your face, with your facial expressions. And she's probably has one of the best facial expressions in the business. Yeah, and, and you know, you mentioned about that match, that street fight where she was bleeding. That caused a lot of controversy. There was a lot of people that just said, you know what, I don't like when women bleed. Um, and I, I totally don't understand that, especially somebody like Ruby Soho. She's going to take chances. She's going to she wants to be outside the box. She wants to do things differently. She wants to bring a new element and a different element to women's wrestling. And I think if given the ball, she could really do a lot of great things for that AEW women's division. I think so, too. And um, like I said, I, I am hoping that like, now that I'm like back on, on the picture, like in seeing everything live and, and, and with another lens, um, that this is her time to to do something really fun and for her to have a, the most fun of her life. And um, and it's like I said, it was really awesome to see her in the ring as main eventer with uh, Tony Storm and Bray Baker. Yeah, and you know, and and TV time is very valuable. And when you just have those two shows a week, I'm going to put you know dark elevation aside. Yeah. I'm just talking about what you can see uh, on on television. You know, you only have three hours of television. So I feel like Ruby Soho, she is going to take the time that's given to her and she's going to knock it out of the park and she's going to do her best. And I think she is going to be kind of that element in this story that's really going to take the story to another level. I think so, too. And um, like I said, with the with this win that she just got, I think it was it was huge. Um we will see where this translates. And um, I'm interested to see where this translates as I'm sitting on the commentary table to to tell everyone in Espanol what's going on. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm really looking forward because I am a big fan of Ruby Soho. She has been, she has been uh, a guest on this show many, many times. And um, she, you could tell how passionate and how much she loves this business. So I think it's very, very important that she be, is given the opportunity. And I think she is right now. I think so too. And I would like to hear what the... Um... Busted Open Nation has to say about this. Yeah, no, and I do. And we have a we have a lot of people that want to chime in on that. There's a lot of people that want to chime in on Elimination Chamber. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. Because there is, this is a big weekend for pro yes. wrestling. We have Elimination Chamber coming up on Saturday, but also on Saturday... Uh, Mercedes Monet with New Japan in San Jose oh. is going to be stepping into the ring thunder for the first oh. time in almost a year. So I'm oh, really okay. looking forward to that. David, are they sold out for this weekend? You know what? I, I you know maybe Paul or Gabby uh, can find that out for us. But um, you know I don't know if they're sold out. But I know all eyes are are going to be on Saturday for sure. You know what is important? This is for New Japan. They're highlighting yes. for for the first time. They're highlighting the women's match. That's their big ticket. You know, it's it's pretty 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 big. David. No, and 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 for me, this is going to be one of the highlights because 
Again, we talk about women. That's something that Core Bauer is probably going to be talking about as well when he joins us later. I, Women's division is no longer yes. taking a back seat. I don't think you should. And and it's just like all over the board. So you have it in New Japan. You have it in uh, WWE. You have it in AEW. MLW is, you know, getting uh, people. Uh, and I am interested to see who he signed. If he signed anybody, who's going to be in there? Because again, it's 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 like the boom. It's like that thing that we need, so we have more spaces for women uh, athletes to be out there. And as a matter of fact, David, somebody asked me a question when I was in Laredo about mm-hmm. like you know women athletes, and I was just telling them like support women's athletes. Like they stop saying that. Uh, well, you know, you guys can stay over there. No, like make them a big deal. Otherwise, people are not. They're gonna dismiss it. And 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 I think that's so important for people to understand like they have to normalize certain things that the guys do too yeah um I, I, listen I, I i get it and you know when you look at what we're going to see with mercedes bonet first time in almost a year there's going to be a lot of people that are gonna, this is there's a big difference between wwe and new japan so a lot of different eyes are going to be looking at her and i think she's going to kill it Okay, like I, she's one of the the best women wrestlers in the world. So I'm really looking forward to that match on Saturday. I'm too, and uh, and as always, I'm looking forward to see what our uh, fans have to say about it, how they felt about it, and um, and with the elimination chamber, like there is a lot of matches that people are super excited uh, to watch, and uh, given the fact that the continuation of the storylines is so strong, so I think um. Uh, that people are so into it. They want to see yeah. who, who's going to get messed up, <laughs> who's finally going to get a win, and where the where all the storylines is going to lead to WrestleMania. Yeah, well, I mean, this is it. We're on that road to WrestleMania, you know, Thunder. This is, you know, this Elimination Chamber, and Justin Labar is going to be joining us today to kind of preview the show and preview the card. Um, this is a big show on Saturday. Uh, also, we're going to be dropping a podcast, my reaction to whatever happens on Saturday. We're going to be dropping that podcast, uh, you know, after uh, Elimination Chamber on Saturday uh, because it's a it's a huge show. What's going to happen in that main event between Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn? Yeah, and, and there's been so much talk about last week. You and I were arguing about. You know, Sami Zayn getting at least one title or something, and then passing no, it on to. I don't to want God. that. Like I know, I know and because because to me, Thunder, it waters it down. It completely waters it down. Like if you're if you're going to do that and you're going to separate the titles on the brands, that's yeah. not. You've done a great job over the last two years building up Roman Reigns, building up these championship titles. I think if you split those titles, I, I don't like it at all. I know, and I can hear it, you not liking it at all. So um, I hate it. I was just saying, but I think this is one of the. I mean, from from uh, um, you know the last pay per view that they had, seeing what happened, seeing what has transpired in the last couple of weeks to now, finally, you know, Sammy being able to get his hands on um, Roman Reigns, it's so important. Like, I, I think it's. Um, the pinnacle of storylines when you can where you're able to have a storyline for like this is like a two year thing and, and, and give all the twists and turns. Uh, it's, it's just that's what people want to see. And I think that's what, yes. what, what people are so invested when you can get people invested for so long in a storyline. 
that is not your typical storyline. And it's, 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 it's so intricate. I think regardless if he wins or not, David, uh, the people are going to be very upset or very happy. But I think that people are going to be happy because it's going to lead into whatever is going to happen at WrestleMania. And um, I'm excited about and And, you know, I'm always excited about seeing Beth Phoenix and her husband Edge in the ring, too. And um, and who else better than their best friend or their, their best enemy, uh, Rhea Ripley? Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to Saturday. By the way, New Japan yes. uh Battle in the Valley sold out about a month ago. So there you, go. I, you know, that's what star power can do. And obviously the brand of New Japan can do that, but I think a lot of that has to do with Mercedes Monet as well. But, uh, but let's be honest, I feel like in the last couple, especially in the last year or so because of all the transitions that have happened at New Japan, all the people that have left, um I think they needed something and Mercedes Monet, she's Monet, you know, and there you go. She she's showing it again. I'm not saying that it's just one person, but I'm saying there's one person. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You love Cody Rhodes. I he's do. on fire. He's on he fire. Really he is on fire. Like nobody can deny that. I just looked at his Instagram. He did all this PR with like this huge podcast and the way that he's presenting himself. David, yes, he looks like the face of the company. And that's but see what you just said, Thunder, has been my argument. And again, this is not a knock on Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn's a superstar. He's a tremendous wrestler. And over the last year, he's brought a different element to his game that I don't think we've ever seen with Sami. And Sami Zayn is somebody I'm rooting for. It's somebody I'm getting behind. There's no doubt about it. But Cody Rhodes is next level. You just said it, Thunder. You could see Cody as the face of WWE. We haven't seen a face of the WWE, I believe, since John Cena. And I think Cody could be that guy. He he can, definitely. Like, then you mentioned something while you were doing uh, your power ranking in here and where he said he put Sammy over more than Sammy's putting over himself. Yes. Because Sammy doesn't even believe in himself. I mean, you know how difficult in, in this day it is to do something like that in a promo? Because I feel like people are so, or some people, they're so into themselves that they cannot build their opponent. And he's not even going to be in the ring with the, with him. That's that's very special. It is very special, Thunder, and you're right. And I think when you look at Cody Rhodes and what he's doing right now, think about last week's segment. You know, that segment with Paul Heyman was next level. I said yeah. it that I felt that was one of the best segments I've ever seen on Monday Night Raw. I even mentioned it on the show. Jim Cornette, who's one of the most jaded people, one of the people that, you know, loves to complain and, and bitch and moan, and I get it sometimes. But he even said that that was one of the best segments he saw on Raw, maybe ever. Think wow. about that. And you know what? I, I believe that. It was it was one of the best segments I've seen in years. And that was because of Co- obviously Heyman as well. Heyman and Cody were both next level in that segment. But that segment with Cody and Sammy, I thought was great. You know, Cody's telling his own story on Monday nights. It's bleeding into the bloodline story. There's no doubt about it. But Cody, this bloodline story is one of the best, if not the best stories in pro wrestling. You know what? It is the best story going on in pro wrestling right now. It's one of the best stories we've seen in a long time. But Cody's narrative on Monday nights is is fantastic as well. And it bleeds in because this all leads to WrestleMania 39. David, since you've seen Cody, you know, from day one, let's say, how do you feel is like the development of his own person and his own character from like 10 years ago to what is now? Do you, would you believe that he will be ever in this position and doing something that he's doing right now? Did yes, you ever thought I, about that? I, I think, I think when Cody came back at last year's WrestleMania, that moment completely changed the direction of his career. And it all started with him leaving the WWE in the first place, Thunder. You know, when he was with the WWE, he was part of Legacy with Randy Orton and and DiBiase and you know, then he had he was the uh dashing Cody Rhodes character and then he was Stardust. Like he was a mid-carder. And that was it. That's who Cody was. He was a mid-carder. Now, he was never given that opportunity to be more than that. 
but he was a mid-carder. When he left the WWE and bet on himself, and Thunder, this is almost like ancient history and people don't remember it. You know, people were hating on Cody when he left WWE. There were people that were saying he's not going to make it. There were people saying this is ridiculous because, you know, he did the indie scene. He went to Ring of Honor. He went to Impact. And there were a lot of naysayers. I know because I talked to them on this show. And they were like, he is going to fail and he's going to fail miserably because being on the indie scene is so much different than the WWE. And he only knows the world of the WWE. And what did he do, Thunder? He killed it. And then he's one of the founding fathers of AEW. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he's he's the one at Double or Nothing in Vegas that took the sledgehammer to the throne and took that shot at Triple H and the WWE. And then you know what? Two years later, he's having his own WrestleMania moment. One doesn't happen without the other. Nope. And and I I love stories, Thunder, of of people betting on themselves. Look at Thunder, I'll bring you up. All right? <laughs> I'll bring you up in the, I'll bring you up in this conversation. Mm. You know, I'm going to give you your flowers here a little bit. Because you know what? You made you created a buzz about yourself on the indie scene, you know, with the NWA. People were talking about you. The match that was my match of the year for 2021 was the match that you had with Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. That lights out match. That St. Patrick's Day, you know, massacre, that lights out match that you had in front of no fans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you had that match and you had what a lot, of, not just me, but a lot of people called match of the year, you weren't even signed with AEW. You know what you did? You bet on yourself. You're like, you know what? I'm not signed, but I'm going to go all out. I'm going to bleed. You know, I'm going to fall on tax. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go through tape. I'm going to do all that stuff because this is my opportunity and I'm not going to let this opportunity go by. I'm going to knock it out of the park. Next thing you know, you're signed to AEW. Next thing you know, you're the AEW Women's World Champion. How could you not get, get behind a story like that? That's a story. And I think the same thing with Cody. He's a guy who bet on himself. He could have played it safe. He could have stayed with the WWE, but he's decided this isn't good enough for me. And he bet on himself and he won. And now he's going to be in the main event at WrestleMania. If he stayed with the WWE and stayed that court, he would never be in the position that he's in right now. You are absolutely so I, right. You're absolutely right. And I remember seeing him in like New Japan and I remember seeing him in all this stuff right after he left the WWE. He, he made himself a star. He made himself for people to think that he was a future of professional wrestling. He was a president of professional wrestling. Yep. I got to see him before he, they, they were with a bus with AEW before he started. And he was a mega star. Like everywhere he went, they were selling out places, David. And yep. now that he gets to do this in WWE, in a way where people are so drawn to it, when like probably like a year and a half, people were booing him because they did not want to see him because he was not a good baby face. Look at him now. Just look at him now. He knows and what I, he's doing. 
He does. He knows what he's doing, and I'm so happy for him. And listen, there's always going to be a backlash. You know this, Thunder. There's. Oh yeah, you I know, know we that. Talk, we talk about it. We. The, I, we, oh, we, I know that. <laughs> you know, people like to talk, and people like to hate, and you know, and I talk about this a lot with Charlotte. There's greatness hate, and I think Cody suffers from some of that as well. But but man, I want to see him have his moment at WrestleMania. I really do. I, I, I think I think that's going to be special because we're all going to look back at like the reason this happened was because he bet on himself. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports, NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. Now it is time to spar with Justin Labar. Good morning, Justin. Good morning. How are you? I am awesome. He's heated because people keep telling him about the storyline that is going to happen this Saturday in the Elimination Chamber. The first time he like got off and then the second time he's like, you know what? I'm just going to be chill. But he he doesn't want Sami Zayn to be a champion. That's a statement. Well, for, uh, the way you say it, though, Thunder, it sounds so, like, mean. I just don't – I don't – Justin, I just don't look at Sami Zayn as a undisputed WWE world champion. Look, I, I said something like this last week, and I'm going to stand by it, and I'm going to double down, and we're, we're 24 hours away, so it's, it's, it's all time and relevance. Mm-hmm. First off, Sami Zayn has he, – he, he's been elevated to a new level. This, this entire yes. bloodline storyline, yes. it has rubbed him the right way. He is elevated. He is in a new class. Um, I think, you know, f- moving from this point on, he he's looked at and perceived higher up on the totem pole, so to speak. But having said that, this is going to be a tremendous event in Montreal. Uh, th- th- it is going to be uh, electric. I mean, I can't remember. Uh, this might be the biggest Elimination Chamber event ever. And ironically, the biggest attraction at this event is not the Elimination Chamber gimmick match. So that says something. Yep. I firmly believe that you, you want to see Sami Zayn beat Roman Reigns, who just happens to be the world champion. Mm-hmm. If take another heel, if Brock was a heel, if if in a champion, if Bobby Lashley's champion, if 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 if, if Drew McIntyre's heel, he should. I don't think you want to see Sami's, or, or at least you would need a very good nine month to a year story to really set up the context. And I don't think you get that. I think the bloodline just had the perfect dynamic. Whereas Cody Rhodes, since he's the other shining babyface right now. I think people want to see Cody Rhodes beat anybody, beat any credible heel and, and just become world champion no matter what. So mm-hmm. it's not a knock on Sammy. It's it, 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 it's it's just it's just what it is. Uh, I, I I think this is going to be an incredible match tomorrow night with Sammy and Roman. I think we're going to get some uh, phenomenal spots. I think there's going to be a, a lot of really close. Oh, they almost got me there. You know, uh, you know, there's going to be some there's going to be some great false finishes. But at the end of the day, I just can't see after 900. Some days now, yeah. Roman Reigns dropping that title at Elimination Chamber in Montreal to Sami Zayn. He's got to go to Mania. You know what's what's kind of sad? I just thought about it. I don't know if David, you can. See. I don't know if you thought about this. I love Cody, and 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 we know that this was supposed to happen. Probably like this opportunity for him to become a champion. It was supposed to happen way before this. 
And I don't think they were counting on how over Sammy was going to be. And it's very unfortunate for Sammy because this could have been a, a wonderful opportunity, like everybody's saying, for a moment for him, regardless if, you know, Roman Reigns had been a, a, a champion for so long. But it's like the, the moment that a lot of our uh, list, uh, our listeners were talking about. And and and, and you guys are like, no, it, it, it just can't happen because Cody's in the picture. So if Cody wasn't in the picture, would you guys feel differently? Um. Oh, go go ahead, Justin. Please. I don't think I would. I I, I still think it'd be like I, I don't. I still I don't know if I see like it's like okay, Sammy wins, but what's next? I, I, is he now the guy that's going to do all the things that a world champion does? I, I don't know. I, I think and look and I don't think even if. This doesn't mean even if even if Sammy loses tomorrow and Cody goes on to Mania and Cody does in fact uh, beat Roman Reigns and end this this historic run, I don't think that means Thunder that Sammy can't be revisited and even tease in the title picture. Uh, and, and you know, there's I mean, there's many events after Mania before you get to Money in the Bank before you get to SummerSlam. There's, there's nothing that says that you know Cody and Sammy can't have a face versus face kind of you know you know let, let me give you another chance. You got screwed at Elimination Chamber losing to Roman because of the bloodline and, and numbers game. Let's man to man, you and I, you know, and then that, and and I'm not saying Sammy's going to win that, but it but it still keeps Sammy in a title picture, it keeps him again uh, up there uh, being perceived higher on the card. So I don't think just because Sammy Zayn, if Sammy Zayn does not walk out of Montreal tomorrow as world champion, I don't think that means that Sammy's he doesn't go to the back line. I still think he could be uh, up there on the top of the card, even post mania, uh, if 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 they make a an effort to consistently keep him. You know, relevant and, and pushed and, and and what have you give them opportunity yeah and, and 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 for me thunder and and justin like i know that the fans are behind sammy but the fans aren't behind sammy the way that the fans were behind cm punk you know the this the, the fans aren't behind sammy the way that they were behind daniel bryan like it, I don't think it's that type of situation where it's like our guy wins or we riot. Like now, listen, the crowd in Montreal tomorrow night will probably be that way. But but I don't I don't know if it's if it's that same type of feeling. Yeah. And to answer your question, Thunder, if Cody was not in the picture, I wouldn't want to see Roman lose to Sammy. You know, Dave, you brought up Daniel Bryan. And I think there's an interesting comparison there because, and I and I and I'm I feel really close to this because in 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 the in the road to Mania 2014 I was I was that Rumble was here in Pittsburgh I was sitting front row that was the Rumble where when number 30 came and it was Rey Mysterio people booed people yep. booed Rey because they were mad that it what? wasn't that Prime wasn't in it right um, and then I, I'm there at, at Mania in New Orleans when Brian you know they, they, we know the story they called the audible in the, in the booking he ends up having two matches incredible triumph to, that he overcame to become world champion it was an incredible moment. Confetti, yes, he's become world champion. I have to say, now looking back and had nine years now to, to, to think about this, that next day, that next morning when we woke up and yeah, you have Raw that night and you go to Raw, it, there, he had done it. He did it. And, and it, it, it yes. I don't want to say like, it, you just lo you lost something. It, it was just, whereas I feel like, and I, I just, it, it felt like something was lost. Now, granted, you know, uh, Undertaker streak got broken the night before. Ultimate Warriors getting ready to pass. I mean, there's a lot going on, but it, it kind of felt like, okay, we saw him do it, and then, okay, let's move on. Whereas with the Cody thing, this Cody thing feels much longer than the last nine months. This feels like he leaves WWE. I thought when he left WWE, he's going to have a Drew McIntyre situation. He's going to leave WWE. He's going to go out, work everywhere else, 
He's going to reinvent himself some. He's going to grow some more. He's going to build his own brand. And essentially, that's what he did. He just started another company <laughs> called yeah. AEW. I didn't, re- I didn't see that one coming. Um, but, uh, and, and, but I always figured he'd eventually find his way back to WWE someday. And yeah. so I think with him finally coming back, and then, of course, the injury last year stopping, he's got a legacy. He's got, he's got, he's got generations. He's got, he's got decades of Rhodes family legacy with his, with his brother, with his father. This is a this is bigger than nine months of, of a storyline with a bloodline. This is a legacy defining need to fulfill, need to do something nobody else in my family's done, which is main event WrestleMania and win WWE's world title. I think I think there's that's there. Whether people can articulate it or not, that's there with Cody. Yeah, I, I agree. And like you're right with 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 what with Daniel Bryan, even like you want to bring up Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania 35, like those were moments where all right, we had the moment. This is amazing. This is our moment. This is what we wanted. But then the next night on on Raw, you're like, all right, what's next? What's the the next story? You weren't looking to see all right, whether they're going to do with that championship title. And think about it, Justin, with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan wins at WrestleMania 30. It's one of the one of the best moments in WrestleMania history at WrestleMania 30 where he's holding up those two titles with the confetti coming down. WrestleMania 31, he's in the opening contest in the ladder match going for the Intercontinental Championship. Like like a lot changed from WrestleMania 30 to WrestleMania 31. I feel like the same would happen with Sami Zayn. I feel like we'd get that moment, but next year's WrestleMania he would be in another match that not even is close to the main event. But if it's Cody, I feel like we're going to see Cody in the main event at next year's WrestleMania. He's that type of performer. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's. I mean, you can't compare pears and apples. That's yeah. just how it is on this point, right? And that is like the sad part of professional wrestling. Uh, when you are a character like that, you have the two different ones. Like Sammy doesn't have. He's not a second. And third generation wrestler. He's a wrestler that he's worked so hard to be now, like you were saying, Justin, be known as somebody on top. He's not a mid carter anymore in no way. Like he he has been part of a storyline for so long. And if they didn't see the money in him, he wouldn't be where he's at right now. Or maybe because the people really got into this storyline and made him the way that he is now. But with Cody, he's a second, third generation wrestler. You know, it's 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 in his blood. Like he's who I mean his dad was Dustin Rhodes. Like, what else can you say about yeah. this, right? It's 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 just a lot. It's it, you can't compare them both. They have such different stories, and that's why, in a way, I was telling you, like Sammy is like the people, like he worked his ass off for two decades to be where he's at right now, and he has that opportunity. That is he gonna get it? Yes, that if he's gonna get it, okay. But yeah, I agree with you guys in where everybody wants to see the moment. And I can relate to that sometimes. And where like you work so hard for that moment and then what what happens? Right? It's like that that's the the, the sad part when you're like super baby face, you win something, then then they don't know how to handle you. That's the problem I, I I've seen everywhere so many times. It's tiring. But, but let me say this, Thunder, and you're and you're right. They're, they're... You're right. In the comparison, um, you know, I don't even know if they're in the same fruit basket. But let me say this. My last thing I'll say with Sammy is that if if, if my prediction, I'm sure it's not the I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, you know, if if Sammy does not win the title against Roman and yeah. if, if, if then you go, OK, what's his role at Mania? I think a lot of us might say he, he teams up with his actual best friend, Kevin Owens, and he goes against the Usos. Obviously, there's so much with he and Jay. And look, look at this. If that's the case. There's two nights of Mania. 
I don't think it's I, I think Sami Zayn can hold his head high on, hey, I'm gonna be involved in a tag match for this record setting tag team title reign where I have this story with these guys. And I think that's that might be quality enough that it could headline the other night. If Roman headlines one night with Cody, this tag match, if it happens, could be what headlines another night. That's not a bad thing to be able to hang your head on that in 2023 in WWE, you're a part of a tag team championship match that has high enough stakes uh, and story that it's that you can that you can headline a night of mania. That's still pretty damn good. And, and I think that'd be a great WrestleMania weekend. The bloodline is front and center. The tag team titles on this reign from the Usos are being defended on one night. Roman on the other night. And so if, 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 if Sammy's part of that, I still think he came out of this pretty damn good. I, and, and that's the thing. Like there's so many different stories that can come out of this match tomorrow. You know, could it be Owens and Sammy against the Usos? Yeah. Could it, could Jay be a factor? Could, you know, could Jay turn make, could it be Sammy versus Jay at right? Could they build that build that up? Could Owen screw Sami Zayn and it's Sami Zayn versus Kevin? Like, there's a lot of different ways that you can go with Sami, and it's going to be a major matchup uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, you know, Justin, I want to get into the rest of the show that we're going to see tomorrow night because there's a couple matches tomorrow night that I actually thought we were going to see at WrestleMania. One of them being Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. This is a big matchup between these two because once this match happens, what are you going to do with Bobby and where does Brock fit in to WrestleMania this year? I think you get this match tomorrow night and I think somehow, some way Bobby wins. My guess is that we keep teasing and flirting with the MVP and the Hurt Business circling around. I think Bobby wins by hook or by crook by a numbers game and I think Bobby and Brock fight again at Mania, but I think it's in some type of elevated stipulation whether whether you got to put them in a hell in a cell and take advantage of these two guys being familiar behind uh cage or whether you put them in like a fight pit situation. I think you do something to put these guys at Mania but put them uh it, it somehow highlight their real fighting uh, credibility and attributes and put them in some type of a stipulation match that does it again, whether it's a cage match, a fight pit or something of that. But I think that's what we're going to see. I think Bobby and Brock dance all the way to mania. Okay. All right. Um, and thunder. I know, I know a match that you're really excited about edge and Beth Phoenix going up against the judgment day. This is another match, Justin, that I thought was going to be a WrestleMania match. Yeah. And I would agree. I could, I could have totally seen this at mania, which again, it makes you then wonder, how does it go down tomorrow? And then, yeah, what are those players? I mean, we know what Rio's going to be doing at Mania, but you know, what is what is Finn Balor doing at Mania? It, it, it does it offshoot, and does he still work with Edge? I have a hard. I, I'm going to go, even though Judgment Day's got so much momentum right now. I'm going to go with Edge and Beth, just because I feel like, and yeah, the Beth factor. I think I think you need to get. I think you need to get a payoff of, of of some retribution for the good guys. Whether that means Edge still does a you know an offshoot and continues to work with Judgment Day, but I feel like you know you had the you had the it's a mixed tag, you got the ladies involved. I feel like yeah you, know, you know Beth needs to be in there and part of a winning team. So I'm going to go with Edge and Beth tomorrow night. All right, what do you think, Thunder, in that matchup? Because I know you're big on Edge and Beth Phoenix, but do you keep that momentum of the Judgment Day going? Uh, no, I, I I will have to say I'll have to agree with Justin because. Okay. They they eating a lot of shit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for like months. And um, I think this is the time in where uh, they have to be, yeah, some sort of payoff. And if not, like, I don't know how can you twist it around and make it even bigger than what already is, you know, after, you know, the Royal Rumble and right. everything else that has happened. So that's true. Unless they, uh, unless they get the kids involved in there. I don't know. Yeah, if, Rhea, listen- if, if Rhea wasn't going to Mania challenging 
uh, a world champion. I could see them all shooting this and sending Rhea to Beth to Mania, but because that's out of the question, I think, mm-hmm. you know, you got Thunder, you got to get, I mean, Beth, you got, Beth's got to get hers yeah, tomorrow night. She's got to get hers. Unless you do, you know, Charlotte and Rhea, the main event at night number one of WrestleMania, and this could be a match night number two at WrestleMania. Just throwing it out there. Anything, because you do have two nights at WrestleMania. And I, and I have a feeling... Feel- I have a feeling Charlotte and Rhea will main event night one. I love Rhea. I'm, I, I become a huge Rhea fan. I I, I, I love Rhea, but I, I feel like if, if, if you're going to have any performer and, and two advertised matches for Mania, I feel like you've got to go with your biggest star of the company who has two physical world title straps. I feel like, if, if anything, you would set up and have Sammy and Roman on a night and, and Roman and Cody and other that. So I, I just I don't see them doing that with, with Rhea. I feel like that would be uh, okay. a little bit of over, overkill. Fair enough. Before we let you go, and Justin, thank you so much for the time. Uh, Battle in the Valley tomorrow as well. Sold out in San Jose. Uh, Mercedes Monet, obviously on that show. What are you expecting out of that ne- uh, tomorrow night? I'm expecting her to. Uh, she's going to be the headline from from that show. I mean, she yep. she seems to for, for for better or for worse or for any situation, she knows how to take headlines. So I'm just going to leave it at that, and that she will be what uh, what what is talked about most coming out of that out of that uh, that event. Justin, I appreciate the time. As always, we'll talk to you again next Friday. Sounds good. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.